This is Tips and Tricks for Teachers podcast, the podcast for lifelong learners like you and me. Are you a new teacher who would like to learn some useful techniques that can make your lessons more creative and more effective? Or are you a seasoned teacher who would like to try alternative approaches? If yes, then you are in the right place. Listen to quick ideas that are easily implementable in your classroom, shared in a minute or two. I am Miss Joanna and I host this podcast. Today's topic is Flipped Classroom Part 1. Since there are many components and principles to talk about with regard to flipped classroom, I have divided the topic into a few parts. This is part one. Today's big question, how do I maximize the use of flipped classroom? First, let us define flipped classroom. Many of you have probably heard about it or perhaps you're already using this strategy. Simply put, Flipped classroom is a pedagogical approach where direct instruction moves from the group learning space to the individual learning space. And the resulting group space is transformed into a dynamic interactive learning environment where the teacher guides students as they apply concepts and engage creatively in the subject matter. The Flipped Learning Network 2014. What are the benefits of a flipped classroom? One is the potential of the dynamic interactive learning environment created within the group space for more meaningful and relevant learning. This is because there is an opportunity to explore topics in greater depth and be involved in applying the knowledge they have learned. Another benefit is it creates more time during face-to-face sessions for questions and discussions that otherwise would be spent on a lecture or on introducing the topic. The learners now have the venue to clarify misconceptions about the lesson within the curriculum time. Another benefit is the freedom that is given to the learner to work on his or her own pace. Some students are faster than others. In a typical classroom, while giving a lecture, a teacher would need to cater to both, but may never really be able to go fast enough that the advanced students get bored, or slow enough that the struggling students cannot catch up. Or sometimes it is just a pace preference that is not related to ability. In a flipped classroom, the student can pause the video or podcast that you assign or go back to parts they need to review or missed entirely. They are in control of their own pace. One more is a limited amount of continuous screen time for face-to-face sessions because the children are given the freedom to work on their homework at their own time and space. Now, how do I maximize flipped classroom for my students? Tip number one, vary the learning modes. Differentiated modality is important in order to meet the individual needs of the students. At this point, the value of getting to know your students well comes in. It is important to know which of my students are visual learners Which of them are auditory learners? Which of them are kinesthetic learners? Once you have the demographic, plan your lessons and strategies 
including the learning modality, accordingly. Tip number two. Speaking of learning modality, ensure that the learning mode and strategy you use are suitable to your lesson. It has to always be a good way, if not the best way, for the children to reach their learning objectives. For their homework or individual learning space, would it be better for the students to watch a video or listen to some audio? Or would reading a chapter of a storybook that you will assign be a more suitable strategy? Should they search some websites? How about listening to a song? Playing games is not always the best way to engage learners, but if it is suitable, then why not? There are many different ways to choose the best one that suits both the learners and the learning objectives. Tip number three. Avoid choosing the latest technology or coolest software because you think the idea is cutting edge. There is nothing wrong with using the latest technology. However, the learning objectives and pedagogy should drive technology, not the other way around. In the same way, tip number four, avoid choosing a strategy because it is fun. Sure, students enjoy games. Students may like to sing. Dancing is a creative expression. But if these strategies or activities are not directly aligned with the learning objectives, then they might be a waste of time. Always go back to choosing what will best allow for meaningful and relevant learning. Those are my four tips for today. I hope you got something that you can add to your list of strategies. Again, this is Miss Joanna and this is Tips and Tricks for Teachers. See you again next week for the continuation on Flipped Classroom. Next week, I will talk about how to ensure that my students are working on the assigned work on their own. See you then!